LF podcast, where we're focused on fashion, fitness, and of course food. This podcast is all about bringing these three parts of your life together to help you get the most out of your passions. We're here to help you look your best, feel great, and also indulge in some maybe not so hidden temptations. <laughs> we are by no means experts in any of these fields, but we do hope to bring people to the show who know what they're talking about and can help you with some of these aspects of your life. You only live once, so why not live a life worth living? Welcome to Monday Munchies, episode 35. On these episodes, you'll be seeing shotgun on my adventures exploring restaurants the past few weeks. Albeit I'm not a certified food critic, but I do enjoy eating, and someone said I do have a certain set of quote-unquote skills. <laughs> not sure what those happen to be, but nor am I a quote-unquote yelper like the majority of residents of South Park, Colorado. So I am have enjoying this fun time and exploring new restaurants around town. So sit back, relax, and enjoy my adventures of food the past month here. First stop is Room 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 Indianapolis 500 Caldag. Caladay is an Irish pub is located on the southern fringe of downtown Indianapolis in the wholesale district known for its shopping, dining, and nightlife. The historical wholesale district is also a lively cultural hub featuring some of the city's top attractions. Minutes away from Caladay Irish pub, you find Lucas Oil Stadium, Indiana Convention Center, Banker's Life Fieldhouse, and Monument Circle. The Caledon Irish Pub is a perfect area for your dining, drinking, or late-night experience. Their dining rooms, the elbow room, the clock room, Jameson Bar, and the cottage room boast a feeding of the old Irish while blending perfectly with the bustling and energetic downtown of downtown Indy. They provide numerous meal options from buffets to business luncheons and cocktail parties. They are always ready to assist you in planning your next experience with them. Just as their location lies in the heart of the city, Calda Irish Pub lies at the heart of the Irish community in Indianapolis. You'll find live music every Friday and Saturday night starting at 10 p.m., Tuesday trivia featuring different pop culture themes and daily food and drink specials. Actually, ended up going to a conference in Indianapolis to watch uh, two friends of mine actually speak at a business conference. So we went and grabbed a quick lunch from the Calde Irish Pub. Ah, uh, this place not disappoint whatsoever. Super, super authentic. Absolutely phenomenal. We went with the Shepherd's Pie Poutine, which comes with fries, cheese curds, and cheddar. All with a poutine on top of it. That was just appetizer. <laughs> this place may have some of the best cheese curds I've ever had in my entire life, which is insane because I wanted to do like the best of cheese curds here in Chicago. I've seen from Wisconsin, so I know all the quirky things about cheese curds, but somehow the Indianapolis Caldeg. Irish pub has cheese curds down. But the problem was the fries. It was like when you order McDonald's and they bring it to you at your lunch hour at school, but it's been sitting in a bag for like four hours. It comes out wet and soggy. Maybe that's the way it's supposed to be, but just not the way I like my fries. Anyways, I ended up going for my meal, the award-winning fish sandwich. This was Smith Wick's battered cod Lettuce, tomato, red onion, house coal, salt, tartar sauce, and a brioche bun. 
gobble that boy up like nobody's business. <laughs> when in Rome, or I guess when in Irish, Ireland, Indianapolis, either way, felt like I was in Ireland and absolutely loved it. Definitely, if you're in the Indian 500, definitely check out the Calda Irish Pub. can't go take the Indianapolis 500 tour, well, private tour, which we had, which is fantastic, without doing a little go-kart racing. Room, 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 room. I've got so many funny stories about this. This place was fantastic. But we were at the uh, SA Carding place <laughs> in Speedway, which is actually inside of Indianapolis, but whatever. It's where the Indianapolis 500 actually is. After a nice little fun night of go-karting, uh, one of the better nights of my entire life for how entertaining it was, we stopped at the 1911 Grill. Big taste with a family-owned feel. The 1911 Grill, fittingly named in honor of the year of the first Indianapolis 500, is a full-service restaurant and bar that serves refined, casual American cuisine for all tastes. Savor a delectable meal or drink while viewing karting drivers at the Speedway Indoor Karting through the windows of a two-story, on-site, fully independent American cuisine restaurant. Their 911 Grill is open to all ages and features two stories of seating, both with outside seating, fireplaces, and Fatex views of Main Street Speedway. With the recent addition of four mini bowling air lanes and game room upstairs, the 1911 Grill is sure to have something for the entire family. Sarah Fisher and her husband, Andy Ogara, have lived and breathed the Indianapolis 500 like few others. Sarah has driven in and owned teams in the great race. Andy has turned wrenches and managed teams. So it would come as no surprise that the great spectacle of racing is a central theme to 1911 Grill. Memorability from Sarah's driving career and from many past editions of the Indy 500 will be displayed prominently, letting guests feel the same zeal and for the race Sarah and Andy felt with their family. I guess all those years of playing Need for Speed Underground on PS3 finally came to fruition. <laughs> uh, as I mentioned earlier, this is a fun time after doing a little go-karting. Uh, it was actually two two levels of go-karting, so it wasn't just a little like circle whatever. Um, I actually did do the uh, the drift track after we did uh, a race of 10 carts, but ton of fun. Um, ended up going with a Three Floyds Gumball Head and the Breakfast Burger, also known as the Hangover Cure. This was hand-padded, smothered with grilled egg, savory bacon melted American cheese, and grilled hash browns topped with an English muffin. Yeah, breakfast for dinner and a burger. Sign me up. Our next stop is a little bit different than the Apple's 500 bar. It is the River Valley Farmer's Table. Your local farm table restaurant and grocery store in Ravenswood, Chicago. River Valley's Farmer's Table is a farm table restaurant and community grocery store in Chicago's north side, Ravenswood. With over 40 years of history in the good food business, they carry on the River Valley tradition by providing authentic farm to table dining, shopping, catering, and events in the communities they call home. I actually went here because I was the chauffeur for the day for a friend. She was meeting. Some girlfriends for lunch, so she wanted me to drive over there. The plan was I was going to eat separately because we were going to get there a little bit early. We were going to talk for a bit, and then I was just going to work my laptop at a table not so nearby. We walked in, confused the crap out of the hostess. I said we were separate, but we were talking, so we were still together, but we weren't. But then she couldn't seat her because her table was four, and whatever. This is the usual mass chaos. But you look around, there's like seven tables. It would be so incredibly awkward for me to sit there and work while they were having their conversation about who knows what. 
So I'm sitting there eating. I decided to order the better burger with the mac and cheese. This place has the best burgers. Grass-fed burgers are just unbelievable. Let me tell it to you. The Better Burger is a blend of 80% grass-fed nays, beef, and 20% organic mushrooms on a pretzel bun with crispy greens and local tomatoes. Born from the American Mushroom Institute, Better Burger Project boosts flavor, nutrition, and decreased fat. This is a mushroom place, in case you didn't know that. River Valley's farm raises mushrooms. <laughs> so they actually had a little mushroom on top of the uh, toothpick on top of the burger, so it's absolutely fantastic. Uh, but yeah, I mean, if you're looking for a healthy burger in a quaint little place and do a little organic shopping on your way out, definitely swing up to Ravens and check out River Valley's Farmer Table. Yeah. <laughs> Our next up is Inamay Tavern. Over the years, Chef Brian Jupiter has taken several trips back to New Orleans, where he's from. Since Brian was born and raised there, he had the luxury of viewing the city through the lens of one of its natives. During his visits, the charming mom-and-pop joints, dive bars, and corner stores always seemed to resonate with him. Brian usually discovered them off the beaten path, which is fun. Sprawling with character and charm, they were authentic emblems of culture and history in New Orleans. There are also special places where everything goes. No one ever apologized for who they were and why they were having a good time. His trips back home left him with feeling invigorated. In New Orleans, every day seemed like a Friday. Woo-woo! Anime Tavern and Packaged Good is a tribute to those adventures. They want you to eat and drink like they do in the free-spirited South. After all, the only thing worth fussing about is a great time. Woo-woo! So this place was absolutely fantastic. You don't know what you're walking into. It's like in the heart of Wicker Park... It seems like a little, like, podunk bar, and you walk in the back, it's like, okay, like, a little bit more like New Orleans. I guess there's another room that I actually didn't see there. My favorite part, when we first sat down, is you look at the drink menu and the food menu, and it just says, intoxicology, on the drink menu. <laughs> Loved it. But one of the classics, Spiteful Molly's by, by Day IPA, you know, it's kind of like a, a local brew, and then definitely went super New Orleans, went uh, with the... Gator sausage po' boy, yes, alligator sausage po' boy, and the mac and cheese. Absolutely fantastic. Um, I wasn't really interested in like any gumbo or anything like that for the day, but I'm definitely going to go back and explore a little bit more of uh, the New Orleans food down there. It just seems super authentic. You're not allowed to change anything you order unless you have an allergy, so make sure you show up with like, you're ready to just point, order, and that's what you get. Our next stop is Lamarck. Every time I say Lamarck, I'd say Lamarck, but they do in Ocean's 12. <laughs> Anyways, Lamarck offers an ever-evolving, globally-inspired menu of seasonal fare. Paired with their handcrafted cocktails and dynamic wine lists, they've got everything you deserve. They provide their guests a delicious, upscale, and easily approachable experience located in the heart of Chicago's Loop business and theater districts. Featuring a chic and modern decor, they offer several seating options from large communal tables, a comfortable lounge, high tables, bar seats, to low, easily accessible tables. Sit back in their lounge and enjoy the view of Alexander Calder's flamingo sculpture. One here after work one day, I ended up getting the Apex Predator from Three Floyds. Excellent choice. And, as you all know, I'm a burger fanatic, so I ended up going with the Mark Burger, which is two house ground beef patties, Mark aioli, American cheese, house-made pickles, pickled onions on a brioche bun, and hand-cut fries.
This burger just blew me away. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what Chicago's deal was with burgers and stuff, but this is just, like, unbelievable. The waitress even asked me how I wanted the burger cooked, which, like, threw me through a loop, but came out just absolutely splendid. It was just huge, easy to eat, just fantastic. Not overbearing. I mean, I'm definitely going to go there for another happy hour to check out the rest of the menu because it looked pretty exciting, but if you're looking for a burger in a loop right after work, definitely stop into the box. Our last stop is probably my most exciting stop, Monty Burks. Classic meets modern in the heart of Pilsen. Monty Burks is a new restaurant in Pilsen serving modern American eats and inventive craft cocktails in the stylish spaces with the largest outdoor patios in Chicago. Their menu of elevated comfort food utilizes simple and seasonal ingredients to create bold flavors that resonate with their guests. The cuisine is accompanied by a thoughtfully curated craft beer, wine, and cocktail list. The cocktail program is a part of culinary-driven, part modern mixology with some roots tying back to the classics. Who is Monty Burke? They are family-owned and our, their concept is inspired to be a beloved aunt, Monty Burke, who was adored by her many nieces and nephews. Monty was warm and open with classic styles and sense of adventure. She was a global citizen who had a big impact on their lives and represents their core values, warm, welcoming, inclusive. Monty was the first person that owners Margie and Anne Abu Talib told their engagement years ago, and her response was, love is here to stay. They created Monty Burks to honor her and all the love she brought to their family and others. She had a very special ability to make all feel welcome in Monty Burks. They strive to do the same. I was actually here on Sunday afternoon, Sunday afternoon, for a Catan Pisco event. Catan Pisco is delivering the spirit of the South to its neighbors of the North through Catan Pisco. Whether your Pisco is served on the rocks, smoked or neat or in a cocktail, let Catan Pisco take you to the luxurious flavors of Chile through a glass. So in case you didn't get that, Catan Pisco is a Pisco, which is a spirit from Chile. <laughs> I was there for my friend's event. It was a really cool tasting event. They had a competition of five bartenders creating drinks for three judges. Uh, first round was based on presentation, or second round was based on presentation. First pre, uh, round was based on the spirit of Chile. And then the last round, which was when five, three, two, was based on really bringing out the flavors of uh, the Pisco in your drink. Uh, so it was actually something fun. Uh, for food-wise, I went up the uh, salmon tartare, which is avocado, mushroom, soy, vinaigrette, and parmesan on some baguettes. Fantastic. And then, as you guessed it, the cheeseburger on a potato bun with butter, case cheese, grilled red onions, and frites. So let me walk you through this. You walk in this place, it's absolutely fantastic. There's the bar, and then there's the seating area, and then there's the patio. Huge glass doors and windows looking into the patio. The competition was outside. Uh, the warmer part of Sunday afternoon. But two-thirds of the way through the competition, so after the first and second round, things actually moved inside, which I didn't mind because I was kind of bouncing between inside and outside, trying to watch the NCAA games. But I timed it perfectly where people were coming back inside after the second round. I already had a seat at the end of the bar. Good thing is the event went on at the opposite of the bar. So after they kind of announced the winner, everything's going great, they announced the raffle winner. And I'm sitting there, read out my number, and they go, five, zero, two, six. I scream at the top of my lungs, yeah! Everyone just assumes, come at the bar, on the end of the bar, that I'm just watching the games, excited about that, like, five, zero, two, six, please come forward. I'm like, that's me, that's me, woo, 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 woo. 
would I win? Oh, a full bottle of Catan Pisco and signed, plus a picture with the winner. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. <laughs> so check out restaurants. Be sure to have fun and buy raffle tickets because you know it's going to be fun. Thanks for enjoying the ride with the time with my adventures of food in the last few weeks here on the Triple F Podcast. This episode is sponsored by Bites Kitchen. The best of times are always shared at the table. Good food, good drinks, good stories, good friends. Wish I had any of those. <laughs> at Bites, they believe that good food is more than merely a part of survival. It is their passion. It has the power of transcend language, cultures, and ethnic backgrounds. Through food, they share their culture with new friends and old. They share a piece of who they are. And by coming together for meals, they trade good stories while creating new ones. At Bites, they want you to celebrate cultures from around the world. They've been inspired by Thailand, China, Japan, Korea, and more. They're also excited by the opportunity to continue creating new recipes. Food is always better when shared amongst friends, and that is how they shape their menu. With creative cocktails and a menu that is constantly evolving, a new story always awaits you at Bites. Show up, I guarantee you see me sitting with my Buddha in my hand. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast in iTunes, Pod Directory, or SoundCloud. That way, you'll get our latest episodes sent right to your device when they come out every week. For reference, those are all linked up right in the show notes. While you're in there, feel free to leave us a review. If you do, all I can say is two words. Endless gratitude. Writing reviews helps us understand how we can improve the podcast as we all continue along this fun adventure in fashion, fitness, and food.